Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, or evening, or morning, wherever you are in the world. You might be in Dubai. You might be in freaking Egypt. You might Maybe be in China. You might be in China. Facts. Big facts. Um, but wherever you are in the world, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, man. It's your boy C I Double Z Y. You dig live action from Kansas City, Missouri. Here to spread some love and have some dope conversations with some dope individuals, and that's a fact. F A C T. Yep, spelling bee champ. You dig since the third grade. <laughs> Yes, sir. All right, but like I'll I tell you, on that. he said, he said, I really was, I really was out here. I remember that. In fact, <laughs> no, 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 I was second place, and you know what's crazy? I, I guessed because I knew. All right, so the word that qualified me to be in the finals, the semifinals, and finals was tongue on God. Because I'm like, bro, I know it's a G in there, I know it, but where is this U at? <laughs> I seen a U in there somewhere, and I was like, uh, T, O, N, G, U, E, like, yeah, I'm like, motherfucker. You were like, yes, yes. <laughs> I sat down, I was like, <laughs> sweating, sweating like a bitch. <laughs> Man, sweating, sweating. I was, it's crazy. Nah. Them spelling, them spell. The crazy thing is how like competitive those things get. You ever think about sports that are like not sports, but that are like extremely competitive? And if you watch it live on TV, you're like, hold up, this shit is kind of entertaining. Man, oh. you'll sit down and be like, hold on, cause it's gonna get there. Man, <laughs> you be, wait. Wait. they'll be like, wait. they'll be like, they'll be like, Panopoly, and you'll be like, I got this, P O N O. P-O-L-Y, before he spells it, then he spells it, he get it right, you get it wrong. He's like, how the fuck did the third grader beat me? <laughs> You're like, I ain't know all them. What the fuck? Can you use it in a sentence, please? Hey, that was my favorite thing. I still, if I don't know, I'm like, use it in a sentence real quick. Hey, no, that's important. <laughs> Context clues are major, I'm telling you. No, see, I'm like, oh, that's how you use that. Bet. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know a synonym for that. That's not the synonym I know, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> to this day. Man. Man, well, as you guys can hear, ladies and gentlemen, today we have Jermaine Arcane, a dope individual from the city of Kansas City. <laughs> that was funny to say, but anyways, a creative, a dancer, a model, a a actor, a a whatever you need from him, he can do it. You know, that he's man just be writing. You know, just, all right. So that's actually a fact. I can plan your events. I can cater your events. I uh, secure them bitches. I can interior decorate. I can perform for them hoes. I'm the basically the whole fucking event, whatever you want. Like I literally just went and got my security license today. Again, reinstated second time. Um, I literally am a chef, have been since I was 17, 18 years old. Government certified. Um, around that time is where I started dancing. My choreographer introduced me to modeling. Oh shit, my fault. Model forum and yeah, from there it was, it was takeoff. And I just seen that. Uh, I just shared, I think today on Facebook, it was a reminder. It was like three years ago, bop. And I was just like, damn, that was my first little taste of the old model. It was like, that's crazy. Time, time, time be flying. It's kind of crazy. But let's let's run it all the way back. So, Jermaine, where are you born? Where were you raised? Speak on it. Kansas City, Missouri, for the most part, is where I hail from. Back and forth between St. Louis and my youth. Mm. I was born here, majorly raised here, again, back and forth between St. Louis and my youth. Uh, spent a little bit of time in Kansas, 
not too much. <sighs> Lived in Cali for a while. Um, I grew up in the areas, mostly South Kansas City, Hickman Mills, Ruskin area. And then I moved to the inner city, well, the 70s. And then I moved to the inner city. And from the inner city, I've met so many people. So many people. And it's crazy because I'm, you know how you be riding down the street and you just so happen to look over and see your childhood best friend? That's actually happened to me. That's kind of like, wild. I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, bro, it's been like 15 years. How have you been? I've seen and the you fact on social. You recognize him still. Off the flip. Off the right. Dylan? <gasps> Mom, that's Dylan. And I was, I was like, so she, she was like, you want me to follow him? Yes. <laughs> don't, don't play with me. That's Dylan, bro. Shout out Dylan Wayfall. XO Cultivation. That's my man's right there. Man. And, uh, so you kind of mentioned a little bit of the areas where you grew up, but what elementary school, middle school, high school, what were the schools you attended? As far as I can remember, it starts off with preschool, which my God family owned. Oh, and sick. I actually getting in touch with them later in life. And he uh, actually earlier this year, I don't remember dude uh, until like earlier this year, for real, for real. He uh, gave me a lot of knowledge and that's real cool. Cause like we have like the same zodiac signs and <clears throat> I'm into astrology, but we'll get into that later. Um, so yeah, learning the front preschool off swope. Then you got JJ Persian in the fifties, sixties area, fifties. Then you, I went to uh, Hartman, <clears throat> John C. Hartman, over off Holmes. From there, I went to Hale Cook, Smith Hale, Irvin. Dobbs Elementary. So all of this is that way, like south. The I think the closest to the city will probably be the preschool. I think. I think so. Nah, it'll be uh JJ Persian. That's the closest in the city, like far as north. Everything else has been out south. And then I went to high school, well, uh, oh, Bishop of Etica Charter in eighth grade from going uh urban smith hill for middle school a lot of bro it's a lot of bullshit all right so you know how that man went to hella schools bro hella schools i've never been to a school longer than three years two years is the max i've moved a lot i know i had to adapt a lot which is crazy because adaptation is literally my given like natural talent i guess like my number appointed to me by the stars are five five is adaptation change constant change five 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 it's change all around you. So, which is funny because you, know. you just literally gave an example about everything that you're able to do, and it's not really like it is. I mean, it is a flex, but it's at the same time just naturally comes to you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, look, I'm never flexing. I, right, right. I mean, no, I'm saying like naturally, it, it's not a flex, but it is a flex. Like from the outside looking in, we're like, oh shit, that's lit. <laughs> but Thank um, you. but but I think it shows like you know. In reality, what it looked like is like anytime something's given to you, oh, I need to learn how to cook, oh, I need to get this job, boom. Oh learn. shit, and I could save your life. I have some medical training as well, on top of my mother being a CNA and well are in all my out, life. Shout out to moms though. Shout out to moms taking care nah, of Nah, real shit. If That's it wasn't for that, I'm gonna be honest, bro. All right, so the first time I saved somebody, I was like 14. It was a homie of mine, it was an older homie of mine named Jordan. He had got shot. He was bleeding out. He got shot in his major artery in his leg, chronic artery. He was dying. Me and my mom saved him. Like to this day, every time I see that man, no matter what's going on, you can see 
you know, I see it on people's face. Me, I'm an empath, so I can see it and I feel it, especially if I know you. No matter what, straight love. Here, drop, boom, hugs. Love, how you been, bro? How's your mom's? She cool? I'm like, bro, yeah, you cool? How's your daughter? Like, that man got to live to see his daughter, and he take care of his kids, bro. So that type of shit, like, those things. Those shows things how, it shows you how important things like that are. You know, oftentimes people think take things for uh, for granted, like being able to have the ability to have access to learning to uh, to uh, learning how to do like any type of medical care, whether it's uh, CPR, whether it's um, you know like shit bandaging somebody up, like to stop blood uh, blood bloody, whatever it might be. Like nowadays, maybe not in the past, but nowadays you can like learn certain things for. I mean, low key on the internet, but at the same time, in person, like you can go to trainings for like a hundred dollars. You take a little hundred dollars out your check. I'm like, you try you... to learn phlebotomy over YouTube if you want to. You yeah, up. I, don't do that. Don't do that. I ain't let nobody. Do that. Yeah, I ain't letting <laughs> nobody stick a needle in me that learned it from YouTube. That's an absolute. Thing. I'm certified. Oh, where did you get your certification? Like Job Corps or something, which is highly respectable, you know. But like, nah, I just you know did my own study <laughs> Look, on, on YouTube. <laughs> on what? On who? That's the question. How successful were you? Because, uh, what the fuck? And please don't tell me you got it on Vimeo instead of YouTube. That's even lower. You know what I'm saying? We can't be doing I don't rock. I don't even know what that is. See? <laughs> Look. <laughs> but, um, so talk about, talk about your younger years. Like, talk about moms. What role did she play in your life in terms of, like, character traits and, and mindsets that she instilled in you? And, and how did you carry those into your adulthood? It's crazy you say moms, because that's who majorly raised me. Like, that's who stuck around. Ah, shit. Okay. Me and my moms never really had the uh, mother-son connection type of bond. It, it was weird as a kid, but I knew she was there. It was never super affectionate. She's not super affectionate. None of that. Like, so later on, when she would try to show affection, when I say later on, I mean in my teenage years. But that's, we'll get to that later. She would try to show affection and it'd be weird as fuck to me. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> not even trying to be funny. I'm what the right, fuck? but it's just like out of the ordinary, right? Seriously, like, are you okay? Are you drunk? And she didn't drink like that. Like, it took her a long time to build any type of tolerance. But as far as my states, hard work, hard work, be efficient, and do your fucking best. Give you all, like she took care of everybody, literally every. All right, so how I've raised generations of kids, and I have not a child of my own. She has to. I learned it from her, and being I have a nurturing heart and whatnot. Like the first child I raised now has a child. She's twenty years old. My little cousin. I used to wipe her ass. She got a whole baby out here now. I'm like, damn, getting <laughs> old, bro. Like, yeah, oh, that's like so. Being a caregiver, even when it's even to being a detriment to yourself, which that like I seen some things where it's like, okay, I don't want to do that, but then I later understand why she had to or why she felt she had to. So, uh, if anything, bro, all I could really say is she is a fucking hustler, bro. She stay working, like when they say. Yeah, people be on their grind, but nobody hustle harder than a 
a single black mom, bro. First time I seen that, I was like, that's not a lie. I didn't know my mom all that well as a child because she was constantly working and helping other people along with her family, of course, but they offer marriage, people that she grew up with, people that no matter what the situation or how they <clears throat> became to know each other, they, the vibe was always, I got mad love and respect for you, so you family. So she definitely instilled that into me, for sure. That's you ain't, that ain't no lie, man. I'll tell you something, man. Single black women are some of the most lit folks of all time. Like, like I think you pointed out something like that's important to point out. It's like there's certain things you're like, nah, I ain't trying to be like that or do that. But when you get older, you like, ah, I understand where you're coming from from there. Like, right. you, it may not be, it, it, it still may not be the move you're trying to make for, for yourself. But like you right. understand, you can, it's perspective, basically. It's like as you get older, perspective becomes more and more um apparent and easier to to access because you're able to like think for yourself i mean hopefully you know some people don't don't take time to self-reflect we were talking about this at the park the other day is like the importance of self-reflection and when you're able to self-reflect you can now have a new perspective and, and perspective is is like the new money it's like an asset if you have perspective, perspective that's is Mm-hmm. You got perspective. That, oh shit! You got perspective. That's look, first of all reality, because your perspective is your reality. I don't care how many times I said who I piss off when I said, because there's been so many people that get irritated by me saying it. But that's true. A lot of times when like miscommunications, I'm like I can only communicate this so well. If you're not able to perceive it this way, or try to understand my intentions, then your perspective is your reality. I can't do anything else for you i gave you my truth uh, my intentions were this and more like 9.8 percent of the time they're pure as fuck so though you may not understand give it time if me expressing it verbally to you or you experiencing whatever it was and you still didn't understand give it time it'll click trust me it will click i love that your perspective is your reality. That's a great answer to somebody that you arguing with, though. <laughs> like, or are you having a conversation? Bro, real with... quick, because I'm not about to argue with you. First of all, <laughs> I got this thing. I got this thing about arguing with people. All right, so if you a dude, I'm like, are we arguing over anything that actually matters, or That's is it a pride factual, and ego? That's thing? literally a, the biggest factual statement I've heard yet this week. <laughs> Are we arguing over something that really fucking matters that holds weight outside of this conversation? And about if 99% we're not, of the then, time. Then I'm, I'm like future. <laughs> like what? I don't get it. I don't get it. And if you're a woman, the same rules apply, but the first thing I ain't gonna fake, I'll be thinking, listen, you ain't my woman. Why the fuck are we what? If you upset about something, it's cool to express yourself, but I'm not about to argue with a woman that's not mine. And I really don't even like to argue with my lady. I'm single right now, but still. Like, no, we have, there's a way to go about it. You've been upset, you've been heated, I understand. Sort through it, talk to me, think, process, whatever you gotta do. But we don't need to have all that radiantly angry energy all the time, or even half the time. It's really unnecessary. Yeah, 100% agree. Like all that animosity you built up from other situations you ran in today, and now you disagree with something I gotta say. Now you want to lose it all, and eh, ain't nobody got. No. Ah, ah. 
<laughs> I, I was in a situation to where literally the, it was a small thing and it was misunderstood and that blew up to a whole chain of events that was just like, it left me completely speechless. Like I felt so much that I, I could, I really couldn't even process what the fuck I was feeling at first. Cause it was hidden. I'm just like, damn. And he hit like boom, 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 boom. Like, oh. Something you just gotta sit still. And during the process, I realized I was disassociating like really, really hard. And not just like in my personal life or in art. I mean, I'm I'm delivery driver right now. And shit, I'll be making deliveries and I'm driving, looking at the GPS, and I look back at the road and I zone the fuck out still driving and then i'm like where am i going oh okay yeah 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 yeah. oh shit it was like that's dangerous like no it's getting to the point to where something of that magnitude affects my like every day no 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 i can't have that at all man it goes back to like well speaking of that you kind of gave you know one example which was just not arguing and understanding that somebody's perspective is their reality you're not going to engage in any of that negative energy but can you give maybe some more examples of how you like make sure that 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 you protect your peace like it's such a popular thing for people to tweet on the internet and to post on instagram like protect your energy sis protect your energy black man protect your energy this is like man in reality how the fuck do you do that you know what i'm saying so it's like um for some people, I mean, for everybody, it's different. But for Jermaine, how, how does that look for you? How do you protect your peace, protect your energy? You're looking at one of them right now. <laughs> if you if you if you watching if you watching, you know. If you listening, you make assumptions. Go watch. <laughs> look, look, look. I'm gonna just give you this. If you're listening, think a little Wayne. <laughs> hey, hold up, cause I might <laughs> feel me because when Wayne did that, you know the track about to be. Fire, you own man. That was some of the you know hardest. He dropped, you know, he dropped his shit today. The original, no he no dropped idea. the original quarter five today. Mm-hmm. I'm a little Wayne fanatic. I'm not gonna cap with you after like Carter three. I kind of forgot all about Lil. I didn't forget all about Lil Wayne, but speaking of the word disassociated, <laughs> I basically just didn't rock with anything he put out after that. Like, obviously, it was still like lyrically dope like his similes his metaphors are still fired to like ever since then but in terms of like music chronic quality and and sonically for my ears personally like carter three was like the cutoff and then everything after that was a little too much for me okay so i have i'm glad you said that actually because i noticed a dramatic switch because you notice it was a carter three rebirth then the carter four but he did mm-hmm. droughts he did mixtapes in between his mixtape right, right. is always his hardest shit. Right. I don't know why. Right. It's always his hardest shit. Oh my God. But anyway, it was a dramatic shift. He, I feel like he was going through a whole lot of shit in his life that started to show in his art, which is like the purpose of art, honestly. Fair and up. if anybody else, that, real quick, and this is overall art, if you don't agree with someone's art, shut the fuck up, bro. It's not yours. It's not yours. At one point in time, I looked at sex work, various forms of sex work, because I've 
of course, grown more knowledge about what sex work is, different categories of it, how it's done, and have more respect for the workers. Continued on. I used to look at that shit like, Bitch, you what? No. <laughs> I don't think that's okay. Why? Why? You know, you could do so many other things. I was the other type of Captain Save a Home. Baby, let me get you out the club. No, we don't. let's go study together. I thought I thought that's what I was gonna be, because that's kinda how I was as a kid. Let me know, no, come here. I just I just come here. No. Let's do something better. You so pretty. You don't gotta do this. Why you let him do that to you? Like <laughs> Drake no, ass motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. But she's but it's funny, Drake. Drake take a couple of different lanes. So when you say a Drake motherfucker, I'm like, which Drake? <laughs> right, right. Because if you if you got heartbreak Drake, heartbroken Drake, or jaded, I'm just out here, Drake. <laughs> you can you can tell what zone he's in depending on the music he drops. Oh man, you can't tell about the beat no more. No, nope, the beat used know. to give it away. Now he it'll be a hard ass beat. You think he about to go hard? Just come in, yeah, get the October throne, leave me alone. I, mm. And it's just like, uh, I'm so motherfucking jaded and slow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And that's how you know My that boy, brother. you know how that boy, that, that boy, super. I mean, hey, look, man, that just goes back to artistic expression being super dope, man. And, and, and you kind of, and you kind of touched on Lil Wayne already, but like going through your childhood, who are some artists that like really stood out to you that really kind of influenced um, I mean, you could say nobody, but influenced you, uh, uh <laughs> influenced you to be who you are today. Um, whether it's artistically, whether it's mindset, whatever it is, some people, I don't get influenced by any of these artists, like mindset wise, but in terms of like creativeness, um, there's definitely a lot of artists that influenced me. So go ahead, talk on that. So as a child, I remember doing Black History projects on various people. I was getting tired of doing Dr. King all the time and I seen so many other people keep choosing him. I'm like, I know there's so many other people doing stuff for us. Let's go back a little bit. So I found Frederick Douglass. Mm. So I'm like, who is this? Wow, way back. This man educated himself. Slavery and all. Became respected. Freed himself. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's cold. I went to go see his play. I remember sitting in third grade at his play for a field trip. I'll never forget it. Had a white wife and everything. At that time, do you you know? It's a little bit a little bit darker than me. And this man cold-blooded. I'm like, this man literally lived his life and came from some things that I felt at the time I could relate to in a way. And why did I feel like I could relate to it in the third grade? Shit. It's a connection I haven't fully made, but it's okay. It'll come whenever it comes. So Frederick Douglass is one. I love Muhammad Ali's spirit. Loved it. Loved it. He'll talk all shit all day. And spit poetry at you while he doing it. And tell you, you a broke ass bum, Jack. I'm like, oof. And then whoop your ass. I'm like, oh yeah, I like this man. And then challenge like the whole entire world and go to jail for it and lose his box of life. That boy was a savage, man. Shout he stood on his for what he believed in. He Despite was all odds. He was strip, stricken of his fucking um, Olympic medals. He was stricken from records that he 
not only broke, but built. All for what he chose to believe in his heart, what he knew was right. And that's really for a quality of man. Mm-hmm. Women included. For all of women uh, and feminists watching. Because, yo, I'm not one of them. <laughs> but like, the respect. I got this notification. Thank you. Like the respect that he demanded and that he gave. I fuck with that. And I'm like, okay. yo, bro, he's the greatest, bro. Like, he's the shit. You can't argue. I was, on, <laughs> I was on his nuts for the longest of time. They're like, Mike Tyson. I'm like, who is Mike Tyson? Mike Tyson cold as hell. Like, I knew who Mike Tyson was, but I was just being ignorant. I'm like, who is Mike Tyson and Muhammad? <laughs> I'm sorry. But what, what you going to do? I used to argue that all the time. I used to be like, man, and man, if they were, if they, if they fight at the same time, Muhammad Ali would kill him. Would kill. Him. <laughs> I used to be on. I, I mean, same type of thing. I used to watch his little uh, videos before, like every little workout, before every football practice, for every soccer practice, before every basketball practice. Yeah, I used to be in the back, just like this. So watching black. It's like as strong as a bear, as fast as the thing. <laughs> that boy was so, so cold. And then, like, again, with the, which made me look at other people, I started to hear a name, Malcolm X, and I've heard this name time and time again. And I'm like, why do I feel like this man should be respected? First thought I had about him by myself. Why do I feel like this man should be respected? Didn't do any research yet. Literally only heard bits and pieces about this man. And every time I seen him, he had on, where them glasses at? Where them goddamn specs? I got all, look, I got glasses. They ready for shoots, basically. Uh, all kind of shit. Yeah, the glasses on like this, right? With the dark brim at the top, like. I'm like, that motherfucker hard. Already. All you had to see was the photos. That's how I'm feeling. I was like, that's motherfucker hard. And then I started looking him up. <clears throat> Found out he had a book, a movie. Watched the movie. Read most of the book. I don't think I ever finished it, I'm going to be honest. And did research on my own. And I'm like. That's, I respect him for how he was able to elevate his mind. He has gone through so many drastic transitions and each one having their own total identity, personality and impact. And each one of them very feared and respected in their own way and loved in their own way. I'm like, that's a powerful motherfucker. For you to go from a street rat, to a petty criminal, to a hard pimp, to prison, to a newfound, a new, uh, uh, he wasn't a member yet, a newfound Muslim, there we go, to a righteous leader, to opening your mind to see that it's not just for one race, it's not just for this or that, no, we are literally all, and when he went to Mecca, my god i want to go but i no i want to go to uh i just talked to somebody about this i think the buddhist temple i think that's where that is i'll get back to my notes in that but when he went to mecca and seen all these different people from all these different backgrounds ate with them slept with them drink with them and i when i say slept with them please for the immature people no i'm not talking about fucking i mean slept side by side shared floor space with these people 
really lived among them and together as brothers, sisters, family. Again, elevation to a whole new level. Perspective, yet again. Because each one of these, it was totally different in his perspective of mine. From Detroit Red all the way to that brother, Malcolm. He's, he's real. From Malcolm Little to Malcolm X, he's real. And he stood on his, no matter what. And it's crazy. The people that I've mentioned, I realize have died pretty horrible deaths and or have been tarnished in one way or another. But it was always for what they felt was right in their heart. The love and equality of man. And of course, all these people look like me. Mm -hmm. And we, they talk about the same shit that we still dealing with. Fighting for. They were fighting for. The same shit that we're still dealing with. <clears throat> that's 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 Should that's. Then, I ain't gonna fake you. My uh, another inspiration of mine, Spider Man. Shout out to Spider Man. Spider Man's a motherfucker. I'm gonna tell you what. See, Spider Man is like a regular human, right? But tap the fuck in, in a way. <laughs> so like, he could jump a whole city street. He's dumb fast. He can outrun a cab. He can throw a cab, and they try to downplay the shit, but he can hurl cars. Like, but it's his He did heart. try to downplay that. Anyway. They tried to fuck. I'm like, this man, can this, like how I'll slim, but then you see all of that, that's Spider-Man. Actually, <laughs> I'm going to be you real. See, you say you see all of that. I'm going to be real with you. My body type, I ain't gonna, The day my, I took off my shirt and my cousins were like, who, Virgo, like myself, when we focused, we focused. I ain't nothing about to get in the way of what the fuck we, and we're playing the game, so focus you know when we get in there we uh-uh as anybody we in there this man was like this motherfucker takes off shirts looking like spider-man and shit i'm like you know what I mean? <laughs> <sighs> i feel i feel I good, feel good. <laughs> yeah i was like what listen and then that's where i ain't gonna fake some of my posing came from early in my modeling I would climb on shit and I'm doing this and I'm on handstands like that. I'm like, I wanna, I'm like, ah, I'm having fun with it. But I'm like, what would Spider Man do? Cause shit, sometimes, first couple seconds in front of the camera, I'm like, what's the direction? What are we doing here? Like, I know I'm coming to shoot. Sometimes I'm be, you know, somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Then just get in my moment, whatever that may be. Usually music helps. Music is always great. I think um, that. I think that's great that you pointed that out though. You really do be reminding me of Spider-Man with your modeling dog. Like for, before I even ever met you, dog, that's what I was thinking. I was like, this nigga look like Spider-Man out here, okay? And then <laughs> so oh, that's, that's crazy. one thing, that's one thing that a lot of people get uh with me. Well, I get with them about I don't use the N-word. Oh, lessons. So, I retract I my statement. <laughs> I appreciate that. I got you. No, that's that's actually that's a very honorable because that's a challenging thing to do. And the reason I feel I like say that's that, regressive, you know, people say they take it to a term of, of, of endearment and it's really, and it really does only mean an ignorant person. At this point, you're choosing to be ignorant and you, I mean, you have very little value in life. It's one of the definitions I've looked up. Then again, words change definition as language changes all the time. Like there's certain things that are in the dictionary, even Webster 
dictionary that were never there before that are slang included ebonics even included ebonics itself is a whole language has its own dictionary and shit so i'm like language changes all the time so yeah like it just it just keeps rolling i just started thinking about two other things while i was saying that and then i'm listening to these sirens so like my mind went blank no it's all good i just i just wanted to touch on that real quick i think on top of it just being challenging just because it's so socially acceptable now over the past like 20, 30 years, not 20, 30, like more than that, but anyways, just using in language. I think for me, it's kind of a, conf- a confliction about kind of what you just said is just about how language like is constantly evolving. So for me trying to like come to, okay, how do I feel about this word? How do I feel about like- It's like, endearment, right? It's supposed to be endearment, right? So if your white friend called you, Right now, say, hey, what's up? What you on? Yeah, I'm cutting, I'm cutting the phone off. Hey, what the fuck? Did you... No, no. Yeah, nah. If your girl was white, would you let her call you that shit? Nah. Exactly. She get, bro- she get broken up with. My cousin be trying to break her jaw. <laughs> like, nah. <clears throat> but I remember, all right, I didn't finish, just to finish up real quick in schooling. Um, I stopped in middle school. No, yeah. And then Hogan, freshman year. First part of my sophomore year, I was at Hogan Preparatory Academy. <laughs> and if you know me from Hogan, you already know I'm a weird motherfucker. But if you actually know me from Hogan, you can tell, you, you know my heart. You know where I've been at. You know this has been me. People just been asleep. And I just became more of myself. Uh, I left Hogan, went to an alternative school called Hope. I was about to graduate early. Then a scandal hit the whole school board with Hope specifically, like nationwide. Apparently students were having inappropriate conducts with teachers and free passes were given. And I don't mean hall passes. So yeah, they just told everybody, yeah, nah, we're gonna shut this down. We're gonna start everybody back to where you came in at and we're gonna start from scratch. They got those other people up out of there and I had to start over. So I left that, went to Job Corps, graduated early anyway <laughs> with my high school diploma, my GED and my culinary arts certification and hospitality as well with a little bit of CNA under my belt. And then that's where life, like life was already real life and kind of hard, but then that's when real life kicked in. That's when your boy became homeless for the first time. And right before we jump into that, I want to talk about what do you think are, because honestly, I've, I've heard, it's like you never really hear positive things. For, I don't know. I never heard positive things about Job Corp. Talk about like some dope, dope, dope advantages that, that gave you. Talk about the opportunity to, to get those certifications. How did you feel about Job Corp? Did you think it was a blessing? Did you think it was... I do you think it's really helpful for young bucks that like leave school and decide to go there or are taken out of school, whatever the case may be? If you are focused, if you are seriously focused, <clears throat> first off, that's what it takes, discipline and focus. I told myself I was tired of high school. I thought in my mind, I'm thinking high school, you know, it's going to be like junior college, not realizing there's a difference between junior college and a university at the time I was a kid. Anyway. I'm thinking high school is like college, but just younger. It's going to be a bit more mature. We're going to do things differently. You know, yeah, I get in high school and I'm like, this is like middle school, but bigger. (laughs) 
I fucking hate all of you. Why are y'all so slow? And then the upperclassmen were the ones that fuck with me the hardest until they realized that I was an underclassman and that some of them instantly was on that bullshit. You a freshman? I thought you was like a junior transfer or something. Nah, I'm just myself. Just here. <laughs> all right. You know, like, you know how I many times, you know I mean? times I was told, damn, you what? Damn, so you young. Mm, too bad. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, no, you I, I me? feel you. I, I feel you on that. Not from like the high school time. <laughs> not from high school times, but from like seventeen to like twenty. Like I moved to I moved to California when I like I kind of the same process. Left school, didn't didn't like it. Blah blah blah. Got a little did a similar thing, but through a different program. Got a diploma through it. Left early, graduated early, moved to California, and so from like those like first three years there like and then like my brother had moved out there so I was around him a lot and he's seven years older than me so I was at a lot of his events like because he's an artist so I did his oh, performance. Yeah. man I was dealing with that left and right oh how old are you I'm like shit 18 oh you're just the baby oh too bad I'm like, I hate you? that oh, oh my, my god. god you know the I, worst I started, thing to hear I ain't gonna lie I started hitting him with some real as soon as I heard you just a baby it was a couple times that I just went out and said exactly what was on my mind. It was some real vulgar, inappropriate shit, but I feel like it was appropriate for what the fuck she just said. What did you just say to me? I'm a baby, baby. I can show you something, baby. Like, you playing? You playing? That's, that's wild. That's wild. But exactly. You know, you, <laughs> so you saying, you saying, <laughs> so you were saying discipline. Uh, if you're disciplined, if you're you have discipline in. and you have focus to what you want to do. I, like I said, I was tired of high school. I wanted to move on. I'm like, all right, no college. That's the real goal here. I want to, I grew up watching shit like, oh my God, another one, a different world. And the Cosby shows shit like that hit me so hard. I loved it. Seeing all these different some mm, super symbolic representations of HBCUs are just black people, young black youth in college, or even if you're not young, such like Stevie. Stevie played by, uh, what, what, uh, what's her name? Angela Davis, right? I think that's her name. Super sweet uh, country, black woman. I don't, know, I don't know the actor's name, I ain't gonna cap. <laughs> Loretta, Loretta Devine, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh my God, I love her. I'm like, I love her name, what is it? Loretta Devine, she plays Stevie, Stevie Nicks, I believe. She even, she's, um. Oh, no, no. Jaleesa was the court. She was the, um, oh, what do you call those? Not the liaison. Not the uh, RA. She was an RA. I be, yeah. I believe that's what they call The ones that help. Yeah, yeah. With the college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the yeah. dorms and all of that. Yeah, so right. she was an RA. Right. Mm -hmm. And she was older than everybody. While everybody's like 18, 19, 17 years old coming in, she's 25, 26. Still on her shit. Showing that, okay, yeah, I may have started late or I had to change directions in a couple places. She went through a marriage, a divorce, and some other shit, still handling her shit. Loretta Devine's character had a son up there. She was the Aryan uh, that took over um, while Jaleesa was getting her uh, degree and all of that. I keep saying uh so much. I don't like that. So while, Stevie, while Stevie's son was up there, she was helping everybody with their problems and whatnot and she in turn went back to school as well then she's in a mixed class of all these different people all these little kids coming from different areas one of my idols that we just draw back real quick Dwayne Wayne I absolutely love his character his personality his what he stood for how his mind worked everything I'm sorry I 
the wind blew and my weed just kind of like it pissed me off. The flu with it. <laughs> it's right here. I got it. Like I didn't break down a whole lot just yet, but still it pissed me off. I'm like, come on, bro. So yeah, like all right, his, his thing was math. And I'm like, I'm good with numbers. He's goofy. He's tall. He wore clothes the same way I would love to dress at the time. I didn't have the money to support myself. I'm much more stable now. I can actually go in my closet and be like, I'm a, I want to wear this today and be in exactly what I want. Or shit, sometimes I just wake up, put something on and be like, damn, this looks really nice. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best that's, way. That's, that's the best way. I swear, I'm like, damn, I didn't even try this time. Great. So people like that and seeing that it's never too late to even change direction, to start over, to start. These, like, all of these different stories are, and then their backstories and my personal connection to the characters is what make me like, okay. There's actually been a, quite a few times that I've used scenarios from TV, thinking back, I'm like, all right, this is reality TV and it's finest. Without the drama, before the drama and all that extra and Jerry Springer, this is reality that we can be this. Some of us are this. What can you do? What are you going to do with your situations? There's kids that came from nothing at all. I'm going to be real. For the people that know my family and know my actual history, tell me all the time, it's amazing. It's phenomenal and mind-blowing for you to turn out the way you did with the background that you had. And the first time I heard that, it took me completely by surprise. I was at blank. I'm like, it made me think. I'm like, so first, what background do I come from for you to say like, to say it like that? So I started thinking. I'm like, okay. Boom. I, I mean, whew, here I go talking about love languages. I wasn't like, like I said, my mom wasn't mad affectionate. And oh, I'm into psychology and sociology, which is what I went to college for initially. I like the way that sounds. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So interested in the way people's mind work. And then when I found out the study of backgrounds, cultures, demographics, and why you move the way you move, other than your mind state, is sociology. I'm like, you telling me that there's a name for this shit? Oh, so I'm going to just study both. I want to know you. I want to be able to figure this out. And me, with the feelings I have, or as strong as them bitches be, I'm like, all right, so I can feel you too, for sure. That's why I'm, most of the time when I'm talking to people, when I say most of the time, pretty much all the fucking time. When I'm talking to people, it's, it's the energy exchange then. You feel my energy as whatever you feel. Nine times out of 10, I'm trying to comfort you. See how you're doing. Check in. Because a check-in is so needed. I've, I don't know how many times, like, I'm not a, I don't know. I'm not an attention seeker. And I don't post a lot of personal shit. I just don't. I mean, you see me in person? Oh, that's different. You know what I'm saying? We have fun. We lit. We live. You get all the energy. So much personality, but online, I don't know. I don't really know how people view me online, exactly. I just know what I do. And I mean, shit, I'm pretty honest about what I do. And getting more honest about what I do. Shit, I'm learning still. We're all learning. Yeah. Like, like oh, shit. It just be like that. You got my mind going with different things now. Like, just, you've asked... 
not even subtle questions. You've asked real questions, and now my mind is just going like, damn, what's he going to ask next? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, like the funny thing is it's my favorite to go into interviews without, like, sending the questions over personally like oh, I rather, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah no 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 i know you ain't tripping about it but i'm saying it's always funny when people ask me can i get the questions prior in my head i want to be like hell no nah. but then that's like no. <laughs> but then i'm like nah, the questions I, <laughs> I want them fresh i want you i want this because that's I, like this is my first podcast slash interview so like this feels great I'm, i want i know it's going to be more of this don't send me oh, the yeah. questions i don't want time to prep I'm gonna just give you authentic Jermaine. Jermaine yeah, which is, which like, is why, which is the best way to like go about it, because then you can people can really get to know who the individual is behind, you know, the audio, and you know, the whole point of of these conversations is really to encourage individuals to tap in with folks they don't know, and if you overhear fabricating your whole conversation by reading the questions beforehand, then you know. Trying yeah. to sound like trying to sound like the baby in uh Oprah's bank account video. <laughs> you see Oprah what I, what I like it. Hey, that motherfucker was funny. He said, when you say let's go, where we going? <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, I like the way you said that. See, it all depends on where I'm coming from. See, I could be going to see bitch cream, I could be going to the bank, I could be going to the bank and then back to your bitch kids because you know bitches love money i said oh my god he is dumb but he ain't lying <laughs> he is not lying nah he cracks me up he's a great artist he's he's one of my favorite ones i don't listen to him all the time but in terms of like character and individual and uh, like and you know someone just just being a fun vibey good energy character that's somebody i rock with right now i didn't like him at first tell me more I felt that that shit was not authentic. And then I felt like he was not taking shit serious. Like music is an art form and you can play and you could be a gimmick rapper, but shit, Ludacris was labeled as a gimmick rapper of his time and he's rapping the exact same and this motherfucker's cold. He's not a gimmick rapper. You gotta, you gotta listen to him. You, yes. you got lyricists, I, I'm into lyricists. You can do with the wordplay. I'm like, ooh, what you just say? Yeah. Oh shit. Oh, speaking, you you talking about Lil Wayne and how <laughs> I didn't realize that that was my very first introduction into poetry. I've been doing mm. poetry pretty much my whole life and never realized it until later on in life. I made my mom cry with this poem I wrote in eighth grade. And then like my journal, I had a little journal at one point. It was supposed to be like a safe keep journal, thoughts concerns feelings and whatnot it was exploited so needless to say trust issues from that uh yeah i got trust issues like a i know a lot of people say that because i mean in ways we pretty much all do was like there's so many layers like ogres have layers onions have layers you get it we all got layers so but back to him i didn't feel like i don't know i didn't see the hype in him but then like as a dancer you're right he got some vibey good energy shit and whenever i catch a vibe of i'm about to have a, and i feel my energy rising i'm like okay yeah that's the type of shit that's honest when they say music calms the soul of the savage beast that's not a lie hmm, that is I've so not a lie. That that's fine music soothes the soul of the savage beast that's yes I heard that as a child, and I was like, you know what? That sounds pretty real. 
The first tattoo I ever wanted was of Lil Wayne's coat. Quote, karma is a bitch. Well, just make sure that bitch is beautiful. Shit like that still sticks in my head to this day. I'm like, you know, this is some facts, boy. Why, why are you spitting it like that? I, I like, I like, I like, I like. So me and my boy, we went to Denver uh, a few months ago, right? When we was driving on the oh way God, back. I hate this word. Uh-huh. <laughs> them up the drive. Hold on. I'm listening. <laughs> on the way back, we, uh, we uh, put together like a little playlist running from like the mid 90s to like 2010s, right? And it was, it was so far re-listening to Lil Wayne again after like just like being gone from Amelie, being gone from from Dr. Carter, being gone from like all these tracks. I remember as a child, like just listening I to- I just heard them. Dr. Carter again Woo! the other day. Bro, it came on my shuffle. I was like, oh, he's like, oh my God, we lost another one. I'm like, who are you trying to say? <laughs> Fuck. But President Carter, that motherfucker, you did tell me, brown grass. I just stand still and let the ground pass. Bullshit for lunch. Brown bag. Reality's a bitch. And I'ma dance with a hundred forty pounds, five six from the ground. Bitch, I'm in the building. You ain't even in the lounge. I said, what the fuck? Yo, <laughs> this man is hard. What the Yo, literally your reaction right there was me about 75 times on that drive back listening to a whole bunch of Wayne songs. Cause you just catch things you didn't catch when you were younger. Every time. Every, Every time. time, bro. I didn't realize I, w- I didn't even I knew who Lil Wayne was and didn't know who he was at the same time. Every time I heard his voice or a song that he was on, I knew it was him. And I'm like, I like that guy. I was rap his shit word for word. Didn't know his name till three years later. That's wild, honestly, but I feel that. I was a kid. I didn't care about names. I just liked the song. Man, man. 50 was my was really my like person when I was growing up, though. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chill like, out. This is recording. Oh God! I'm like, oh. Oh. Uh, nah, but but nah. Fifty J, Lil Wayne, man, music is really you know out like like the phrase that you used that you were taught when you were a child. For me, it was music is a ladder to the soul, and it's like for me that shit is real too. It's like yo, it's so quick you can like have some music that'll just change your whole entire mood. Whatever mood you want to be in, you can have a sound that'll put you there, and that's like crazy to me um, oh my god who really affected me in like 2012 when i say hard i was going through depression and some other shit but who came through for me was a bell i don't even know who that is you don't know a bell the no. weekend oh because you use sign first name <laughs> yeah bro that's how you know i like old the bell that's Look, the real ones, no, that shit right you there. You talking about the, the, the balloons one, like that little small project? Bro, the trilogy, the whole damn thing. The birds have eyes, the birds have eyes. <laughs> it's hard, I ain't gonna lie. Son is definitely hard. I don't listen to him a lot, but I was... uh. His new uh, shit is awful. <laughs> I was in entanglement with this shorty. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> 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 no, hold on, cuz. And in Los Angeles, and she was obsessed with the weekend. So literally every day when I'd be oh. over there, she would literally be playing the weekend and like in her bed when I'd get there. I'm like, "Yo, son, like, what's going on, man? I just so, want, I just want to eat some food, man. I just want, just want some Persian food. Just want to listen to some music." <laughs> but now I want to listen to the weekend. Hey, man. Oh God, OD. Um, but I want to talk a little bit about you stepping into dance and then you stepping into modeling. So 
Uh, what's your earliest memory of you dancing and where did that come from? Does it come from family? Was you just like vibing by yourself? Family, family for sure. So my my whole family are characters. These motherfuckers are wild. Like, you know how everybody be like, oh, you got that lit ass family? Nah, you motherfuckers are really wild. So uh, I have family that have been on the news for not so positive things, but still very much respected. I got family that like have been in the entertainment business and whatnot. But like far as this with dancing, this shit literally just started like in the kitchen. Family parties, uh, birthday parties, all of that. One of my first early remembrances of dancing, I felt like I was killing it, right? It was my brother's birthday, which funny, it would be, all right, so their birthday, they, they're twins, the Maccabee twins, Marco and Mario. If you went to Hogan, you already know who they are. If you went Kansas and you listening, you already know who they are. If they was a hoe and they fucked you, then you know who both of them are for sure. Anyway, these motherfuckers had a birthday party when we were kids. And for the life of me, bro, I had very, 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 very little rhythm. But I didn't care. Because once I was feeling it, I was feeling it. To this day, once I get into music, it seems like I see people and it's, it's either I'm not feeling it and I become a little subconscious. And I just like groove to myself or I stop or I'm in that shit. And I'm seeing that people look at me and I start like performing for them. Cause it's like, Rich, do you want to see you? I'll give you a show. <laughs> so this one party they had, it was their birthday. And it was my turn in the dance line. We had like a kid's little dance line. It was almost like Soul Train, but we just lined up cause there's so many kids. And once you got to the front, everybody back up, give you up space. Your little circle, you get whatever time to dance. I like that. I like that. So everybody had their time to shine. My time to shine, I'm like, I kill it. I feel it. I'm like, ooh, I go get my mom. I'm like, I want you to see. Come, come watch me dance. She come from the back room. Watch, you know, stand right there. I did not like this bitch properly. And then, like, I get back to the, I jump line. It's probably my fault. But before I left, I seen this little girl looking at me. I didn't, I don't remember who the fuck she is. I don't. I just remember this little, she was kind of cute from what I remember. She was kind of little cute, light-skinned girl, long, curly, black hair. I'm like, hmm, whatever. I go get my mama. I'm about to go back to the front. I'm like, watch me dance. I get back to the front, but I wait until I see her looking at me. I see her about to turn the corner. I'm like, cool. She's talking to people. I'm like, oh, oh I gotta wait. <laughs> soon as she look, I'm like, all right. So I get to the circle. Bow! I'm about to hit my move, right? This little girl comes off from the side of nowhere and just boop, boop, boop. I'm like... <laughs> At this moment, I was introduced to twerking. <laughs> nah, for real. And I'm like, uh... And all I heard was, get it, Jay! What? And I, and I looked over my mom laughing. I'm like, whatever. She moved. I hit my original little dance move. By the time I realized, like, I hit my little dance move, I turn around. This motherfucker already gone. I'm like, oh, damn. So that was the first time I danced for the whole party, but really for my mom's. I wanted her to see me kill it. I felt like I was doing something. My signature move was like the water knees. 
You know how you stand still and you just do your knees real fast. They gonna do that? Yeah. yeah that, I, that was that it. Be, that used to be that my ish too. I used to be like. I used to be heading it though. I was like, hey. hey. And then Soldier Boy came out later on. Woo. They was talking about some super soap. Hey, Soldier Boy came on my <laughs> came on my shuffle the other day. I got so lit, I wanted to record the dance. And I was like, nah, I got to make delivery as fuck. <laughs> Son was about to open up the car window and video. No, I opened so. up the back of this motherfucker. <laughs> I opened up the back of this motherfucker, set my phone there, moved my board, and <laughs> was hitting that bitch. And right when I was starting to hit that bitch, they was like, you up. <laughs> but far as and then like I've danced in like seclusion for years because I felt that I couldn't really dance and then I couldn't figure out why every time I dance people want to watch me dance and I'm like which made me feel weird because I'm like why are you why is all this attention on me right now move I'm trying to feel <laughs> Yo, I want to take that little snippet and turn it into a meme. Why is all this attention on me? Like, move. Move. <laughs> Yo. I need that. If you do, I need that. Yeah, if I do it, I got you. I'm going to send that snippet. That's That'll be a cold little snippet. <laughs> like, oh, that'll be perfect for like a podcast uh, commercial. <laughs> I'm be like, be like, you, you know, you do your little intro right. and shit, bro, because your intros be funny and live and lit. <laughs> we already know. And then just be like, we have Jermaine Arcane. You cut to the screen. Like, why is this all this attention on me? Like, move. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's hard. That's super hard. Matter of fact, I hey, might have hey. to do that. Yo, I, like I, be, I, I love art. Shit like this, I love being in the... When I found the KC Underground, that's what I call it, though. KC Arts Underground in 2018... I felt like my life changed completely and opened up. I was like, so many people are doing this and I like to do this and y'all want to do this with me and y'all do this. I like doing that. We're going to learn together. We all just, fuck, it's time to create. Oh my God. Oh, wow. It's so much here. It actually is a lot here. If you know how to do it. Thanks. I think that's how I felt like earlier this year is like every time I used to like come back to Kansas City, I used to feel like, nah, this place wag, dull, ain't nothing going on. This year I did some real, I did some searching. I did some, uh, some networking, some conversations, some pulling up to random places and like little by little, sure enough, you like, oh snap, there's a lot going on out here, nah. <laughs> uh, never know. You know, you got to keep the baby wipes in the car and keep them on deck. Honestly, you clutch for that now, now, now. Oh, boy, I'm I keep napkins, baby wipes. I got hey. three things of sanitizer in this bitch. Extra mask. I'm not playing. I'm taking precaution. Look, baby, I was supposed to be on baby some cool shit did. today. <laughs> I was supposed to be on some cool shit today. I ain't gonna say what I was supposed to be doing, but it was on some cool shit. And it got canceled. Oh, the man said I'm gonna go work. <laughs> um, no, it's all right. I ain't worried about. It. <laughs> Speaking then, of, you heard this thing. They was like, you know how people do sipping paints? You ever hit somebody up and be like, you, you trying to sip, smoke, and, and color? <laughs> Is that what you be saying? <laughs> he said, hold up. He said, I got a paintbrush in the car. Yo, son. Yo. <laughs> Yo, open up one of those books real quick, bro. Which one? I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Man, 
Baby, I'm for the vibes. What you trying to do? <laughs> I'm weak, yo. That's the greatest thing I've ever seen. That Where my color great. pencils at? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for the vibes, baby. I, look, I'm really, I'm really simple. For like, as extra as I can be, I'm real simple. What, look, if I'm interested or I just want to spend time with you, bro, it's really just that. And I understand where the stigma of men be like, oh, I'm trying to chill and be really trying to fuck. I get that because a lot of motherfuckers really do be on that bullshit. And because of motherfuckers like that, fuck it up for motherfuckers like me. But, you know, it is what it is because shit, then the motherfuckers that do fuck with me and find out that I'm really on what I said I was on, what my energy say I'm on. Then right, it's a, it's, a more, it's a more enjoyable experience that they can, that they can tap into. It's memorable. Exactly. It's memorable as fuck. And it's, man, it's low-key. I mean, not low-key, high-key. It's healthy as fuck. <laughs> healthy? Healthy? And I'm that's, the word, that's the word to use, man. I promise you. Like, I'm telling you, man. Like, when you when you move with, like, the correct energy, with honest energy, with genuine energy, and, like, you and respectful, especially with women, yo, yo, I'm just going to I'm trying to look. Healthy. <laughs> I'm like, people will ask me, what's G shit to me? And that right there. Straight up. Because out of everything else, out of whoever's in her inbox that she choose to or to not entertain, if I got through this round, because, you know, sometimes motherfuckers don't make it through the round. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> it's like, hey, because I'm going to say this real quick. I'm going to try to say it only one time. Being attractive is not all it's cracked up to be because motherfuckers always think you got hoes. Mm. No. And even if I do, let me tell you something. I don't fuck with them. <laughs> but, 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 you know what? I think, I think, um, I don't even remember what I said. I got, I got damn blank right there. <laughs> See, the beautiful thing about having a podcast and being obsessed with the word authentic is, is, I just let things ride, you know. Everybody else be like, let's edit all this out the pocket. I'm mad. Nah. This motherfucker is really doing this to me right now. <laughs> the shell, the shell is dry as fuck, first of all. This is why you don't buy woods. Like, Where'd you buy it from? I don't even fucking remember. No, out in Grandview. That's probably the fucking problem. Right, the problem. <laughs> yep. Bought the woods in Grandview. Don't buy woods in Grandview. Don't do it. Dry as hell. <laughs> Can't roll your shit. And if you roll it, it ain't gonna smack. You see how fat this motherfucker is? It should be smack smacking. But it's not. <laughs> it's not. I didn't relit this bitch like 17 times. I'm irritated. It's holding the fire. Watch it. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, bruh, hey, this is what Lil Wayne was like when he was taking them takes in the studio for lighting the lighter. He was like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. I almost blew the fucking like, don't do that. <laughs> Cause I could see that shit happening. We're like, again. <laughs> you get it that time? You didn't hear it? Fuck. <laughs> Pull the mic closer. <laughs> Like, like, fuck, I almost burnt myself. <laughs> yeah, you almost lit your headphones on fire. I almost got scared. That. I almost got scared. I'm not going to cap. But... I'm really cautious. I'm really, like, really cautious. Even before dance, I've always been pretty body conscious because I knew I was tall. And I attract tension without uh, trying. Like, oh, my gosh, I attract attention without trying to. And oftentimes that becomes, like, like earlier. <laughs> Move. Like, what the fuck? I'm going to be real. I'm the type of person. I don't like my phone being blown up. Mm. Like if I see, if it's like Instagram or 
some shit like that and it's like likes that's different that's okay but if i got several notifications messages and all that i'm like i've been getting overwhelmed so fast as soon as a third message comes in i'll be like ah nah 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 look bing okay bing okay it's probably urgent bing okay who the fuck is hitting my phone like this right instantly Instantly. It don't matter who it is. Then I see who it is, and like then it may change. Right, right. Or it may not change. Is. Or it may I'm be like, 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 yo, someone, what did you want? Right. Why are you hitting my phone like this? Stop blowing my fucking phone up. Yeah, you got to, again, that's like, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier about protecting, protecting your peace. Yep. I'm telling you, it's important. I'm telling you. I'm really good at putting up walls. So sometimes those walls are getting in the way of my peace. That's the mm-hmm. crazy part. Mm. those That's very same walls that I use to heal myself or protect myself I'm actually projecting myself mm. in all the wrong ways like you you just you get to learning bro you get to learning when you really go through relationships and real life situations that aren't just like oh oh this happened haha or this happened and it was like mm, nah like this happened and it was significant I felt this way it impacted my mood and my mindset to where I had to not only reflect on the situation and the person, but again, like you said, myself. So I, I do a lot of self-reflecting. I wouldn't say too much, but I do do a lot of thinking and sometimes get caught into that and it, be, it don't turn out so well. Yeah, it's like a balance. There's like... There's... Oh, it's all about... Ooh, that light. No, it's all about balance. <laughs> I opened my door because it was hot and that light hit. Boy, you in the car, you in the car sweating, sweating. Oh, actually, I'm not sweating now. This is just light on my skin. Oh, damn. I'm uh, glowing, glowing. That, them baby wipes did something right. Yeah, it wiped, it wiped the sweat off, right? And then, then I've been dropping stress off, so that's how they work. Oh, God, you might be cracking me up. Hey, listen, bro, we, we got to do a part two. But we're gonna we're gonna wrap this one up for today, man. It was it was a it was a blessing having a conversation with you today. And that why do I say that word so much? Because I mean it. You know what I'm saying? Like I think people use certain terms so much, and people get irritated and played out because of oh uh, chakras or gratefulness or or blessings. And I hear them. I hear where they're coming from. Don't get me wrong. But like for me, like I just know when I mean it. So straight up, it was a I blessing. It was a blessing to have just a general conversation overall. I mean, though I love these podcasts because it's like I can just like connect with an individual, sit down, chop it up, feel the vibes, feel the energy. People get to learn a little bit about them. You know, whoever watches, it can be one person, it can be 27, it can be 100, it can be 5,000 in a year. Who knows? 27K but, in three months. <laughs> hey, if we get to hey, boy, you're going to see me speak it, up. Roger. <laughs> just speak it. That's like, look, you just speak it real gradually with confidence. And then just keep moving. I like that. I'm going to be real with you. I've linked up with a supermodel that's a cool little homie of mine now that I've literally seen him one year, found him on Instagram the next year, inboxed him around my birthday, and then end up getting signed to his parents and then kicking it with him later on. All because you spoke it gradually with confidence and kept it pushing. I seen a video of him doing some cool shit in slow motion. I was like... I feel like we will be good friends. I'm going to meet this dude one day. And found him, seen his Instagram and all of that. I'm like, we really matching vibe. What the f-? I'm over here basically researching this, man. I'm like, why do I feel like we will be really good friends? And then I bring up the fucking inbox later on. 
And he sent me something like, he inboxed me back. Then I brought that up when we met and he was like, manifestations. I'm like, yup. Anytime I text anybody in the morning, grand rising every time. I'm checking, mm-hmm. how's, your, how's your energy? So I get it, what you're saying. It, it ain't, it's not even about being redundant. It's about what you mean. Like, it's, you feel blessed. You spread blessings. You are engulfed in blessings. You have an abundance of blessings. That's all you want around you. That's all you're trying to give out. That's all you're feeling. That's all you're receiving, blessings. So I get that. Okay. Being a spiritual person, bro. That's, hey, it's important, man. Spirituality is a major key in my life. Um, but look, there's actually speaking of like somebody I think you would vibe well with. I'm gonna send you bros uh Instagram later today. Sure. It's kind of funny because you you just reminded me of that. But um, besides that, ladies and gentlemen, the culture talks podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation today with Jermaine Arcane. Before we head out, I want you to drop your IG for the people or website or wherever they can find you and um, go ahead. All right, so I'm, oh my god, so oh, I didn't change that bitch. All right. Instagram is Jermaine at Jermaine J E R M A I N E period Arcane A R C A N E like right here on my channel Arcane. So um, ours. <laughs> that rhymes. See, hey. see what I'm saying? Like, and earlier I was like, I like the way that sounds. Like, you just never know. You just never also, know. Also, like, just to confirm, that's your real last name because that's a badass last name. No, it's my. I gave myself that name actually. That is badass. That's, that's my stage name. I was about to get into that. My last name is actually Jones. Jermaine, Jermaine Jones. Jones. Still like solid. That, hey, that is still, still solid. Smooth. I ain't gonna lie. Like, right. I walk up. I didn't realize how good it sounds. So one day, I seen this girl I wanted to approach, and like I was attracted to her, but at the same time, I liked her business mind. So I just literally walked up to her, and I was like, she looked at me like, and I was like. How you doing? I'm Jermaine Jones. And she was just like, <laughs> really? I was like, yes, I am. Yo, That's me. son. Yo, That's yo, me. yo. You need, to be, you need to be in the movie with that name, son. You need to come out like. Oh, that, I act too, bro. You already know. I'm already like, knowing, so uh, I'm wait. waiting to see that. I'm waiting to see that star where you come out and you play right, yourself. So Arcane, Arcane, I look for a name. I look for a word, a singular word to describe myself, which is mad hard to do. At first, it was just like, I think it was started off as a Facebook status, I seen. What single word would you use to describe yourself as accurately as possible? Mm. I could do that for just about anybody else but myself. So I started to search. I came across this word while playing a video game with one of my neighbors. He had a wizard and I had a barbarian. I'm like, I want strength. I want to be able to get through some shit. I want to be able to do this. He had a wizard. The name of his power source was Arcane. Mm. I was like, that's, that's hard. That's what fine. is that? Later on, that word just came up again out of nowhere. I was like, why am I so drawn to that word? So I looked it up. In short, it's an everlasting mystery. Even those who have knowledge and understanding still never fully understand it. It is in its own way infinite. It's magic. Whenever you bring up arcane, magic is heavily associated. And I do a little bit of magic myself. So Jermaine okay. I like that. I like that. You know, you know, I'm gonna take that little snippet and use that as the first post of go listen to the episode. It's out now because that was a nice little that was a nice little drop of knowledge for those folks who follow you on the internet talking about Jermaine Arcane. That's a fire ass name. I'm finna follow, bro. <laughs> and then find out it means something and be like, damn, okay, what the fuck? Hey, they're like, I like that. I I like I like that. 
I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, that's the kind of. He was like, oh, this one tastes kind of good. <laughs> kind of good. Mm. <laughs> I'm weak. I'm weak. So good. Man, yeah. that's really so, yeah. that, that's that, what That'll be the snip. I could see it now while I was on the sensation on me. Like, move. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yo, like, uh, I'm about to, I'm gonna use that for so many different things, bro. For the next twenty years, you might as well trade. Hey, boy, you better trademark I'm, that joint. I'm trademarking everything. I'm hey. trademarking my name. I'm trademarking everything. Do everything. I'm I'm most likely going to trademark my eyes as well. I don't know why I feel like I need to do that, but it just popped into my head. So probably hey, it's if capitalized. you can do it, then do it. You know what I'm saying, bro? Uh, cause that played football with the real pretty hair. He's like Samoan or something. He's some kind of Pacific Islander. Are you talking yeah, about Solomalu? There we go. Gotcha. Trademarked his fucking hair for head and shoulders. I'm yep. telling you. I said that I'm... way too fast. I was excited. Yeah, but he <laughs> trademarked his hair for head and shoulders. So if his hair get damaged, it's insured. That's crazy. That's Your hair crazy. is insured in a football game. Your fucking hair. That's cold. When I found that out, I was like, wait. That is cold. What? I didn't even know that. I knew he was getting a bag for the hair. I didn't know it was trademarked, but that's fire. So and well. honestly, matter of fact, we're going to talk about one last thing. Last 20 seconds. <laughs> we was Let's like, go. all right. We was like, we're going to wrap this up. But me and you are too much of talkers for us to wrap it up. Bro, we it was like information. Up. I got it. <laughs> I like it. Man, but like speaking it. of trademarks, look, if you pull up, everyone that's listening to this, go to McDonald's right now. I want you to go to McDonald's and I want you to look closely at their menu. First off, don't get anything. That's the first <laughs> That's the do first not thing. bother Travis Scott burger. Why Please do not. $65 for a fucking fake patty. Yep. Don't do that. I'm exaggerating, but do not do, do not buy anything. Um, but I want you to look closely at the menu and look at how many of the items on there at the bottom in small letters say trademarked, licensed by this brand. Like McDonald's is literally paying people like for the names or for the uh, certain items, like certain drinks. Uh, certain, uh, they just came out with a McFlurry, a certain type of McFlurry. I forgot what it, what the name of the McFlurry is, but that's getting trademarked. They got to pay license fees out for that. Uh, there's certain burgers on there with certain names that they have to pay license fees out for that. Like look very closely. And then if you don't know what trademarking and licensing is, then just go look that up on YouTube and do some research, get educated about it. Cause I think it's important for everyone to know about. Um, but then go to McDonald's so and go look at that because you'll see know. how much money there is in the world is crazy not that money is the most important thing but it's damn important it's not currency is one of the most important things currency period i like, I like that word because that can be spiritual it can be intellectual you know what because knowledge is ultimately the power bro you y'all saying we can keep going no hey nah straight up straight up but hey you hey this will be this will be a joe rogan three-hour podcast if i didn't have somewhere to be you already know but (laughs) but hey but it's cool because i'm about to go skate and dance later because his son is doing his son thing right now he's doing thirsty hey but you made a good point right there and it's my favorite thing I used to say to myself all the time. I heard from Eric Thomas, E.T., the hip-hop preacher. Knowledge is the new money. Get you some. You are a walking Always. ATM machine. You are Always. a walking ATM machine. Don't and, let motherfuckers make withdrawals without making deposits. And then last thing that my guy, Ani Hustles, just tweeted the other day, which still applies to this and which and was why I just got excited because there's just so many things that just popped in my head when he said that. And it's that you have to be 
heavily capitalized or not heavily, but you have to be capitalized to start any business. But don't think that that's only monetary, like with money that can be spiritual, that can be that can be intellectual, that can be um, conversational, whatever you are good at, whatever you can use, that can be your capital and you can leverage that to, to get you one up to level up in the game, whatever it is, whatever industry you're in, whatever thing you're doing, capital comes in many different forms. So thank you for saying that, Jermaine. And if you don't believe that's uh, if you don't believe that's a fact, I'm gonna give you one example, and you can take it how you want to take it. But this man has made so many marks, Kanye West. Hundred percent. You ain't gotta say nothing else, actually. <laughs> Kanye West. Much fire. We just dropped fire on you <laughs> in the last ninety-five seconds. But with that being said, dead ass for real, for real. My guy Jermaine Arcan, go follow him on IG. Tap in with him fire content literally the reason why we engage in the conversation is because when i'm looking at this content i'm like hold up cause this made me feel a certain type of way this is a certain type of fire let me tap in with bro and so we had to make it happen i think you guys are going to feel the same way and we'll definitely have a part two in the future just to we're probably going to have more than a part two because me and him probably. just like to talk so we're probably going to talk a lot in many different episodes over the next few months bro and i mean my mind is open so even That's if i don't know I, I will learn in the moment and then just apply what like context clues is not just about words it's applied in life because there's been some look we about to start a whole nother 30 minutes of talking and i was like wait no, no, no. hey man you hey, go. man. <laughs> hey man all right it's the caution talks ladies and gentlemen leave a comment a review make sure you share with your friends thank y'all for tapping in jermaine and c-i-double-z-y you dig salute Oh, you know, man, you know, man, you know.